Well, howdy, y'all, and welcome to another edition of The Daily Grind. I'm your host, John Spencer, and joining me this week is my bestest friend, Maritza. Hey! Yeah, so join us as we help you brew your brain and sharpen your wit with some historical events, rundown on today's date, and just some random stuff to get your brain gears going. So we're glad you're with us. and I'm glad to be back. Yeah, it's good to have you back. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we'll cut that out. I'll get rid of that pause. <clears throat> and now it's that time to brew your brain. It's Wednesday, August 9th. And on August 9th in 1790, Robert Gray sailing the Columbia became the first person to circumnavigate the earth from Boston, Massachusetts to Boston, Massachusetts. On this date in 1945, the second atomic bomb was dropped on Japan. Fat Boy was dropped on Nagasaki. They were originally going to bomb, but it was too cloudy. Bad, Bad weather saved Kakura and condemned Nagasaki. And on this date in 1974, U.S. President Richard Nixon resigned from office. Mm. I know. August 9th is Book Lovers Day. Mm. It's Rice Pudding Day. I like rice pudding. It's Veep Day. Jeep? Veep. V. Victor. Like Vice President. Okay, V-E-E-P Day. Yep. It's International Indigenous People Day. Aww. Now's that time on the daily ground to sharpen your wit. You know, we put a man on the moon long before we put wheels on suitcases. What what else are we missing out on? <laughs> and that's true. Wow. Dale Carnegie said that. That's true. I think it's true. Yeah. Mahatma is a Sanskrit honorific like saint. And so it is not the first name of Mohandas Gandhi. We all go Mahatma Gandhi, but that's like saying Saint Gandhi. I don't know about you, but the only time that I have ever heard anybody pronounce potato is in that song. (laughs) Yeah. Potato, potato. Other than that, I've never heard anybody say potato. Me neither. Yeah. The first fried pickle ever sold was sold at Dutch's Drive-In in Atkins, Arkansas in 1963. That's cool. Now, I don't worry too much about this, but I wonder since VHSs have become completely obsolete, what that creepy little girl from The Ring is doing. Dang. <laughs> Hanging out. Just, oh. Uh, Lost my gig because of technology. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what historical leader in history was kidnapped by pirates? Like real pirates? Yeah, like real pirates. No. Well, at age 25, Julius Caesar was taken hostage by pirates. Wow. Yeah. And according to Plutarch, Roman history writer, he... Julius Caesar took offense at the low amount that they sought as a ransom and he made them double it. (laughs) And his family 
paid it and he was released. And after that, Caesar hunted down all of his former captors and killed them. And they all lived, ha- well, no, they didn't live happily ever after because he killed them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? Does that mean that he knew his self-worth? <laughs> yes. Oh, that's good. <laughs> knock, knock. Who's there? Grandma. Grandma, wait, stop the funeral. <laughs> oh, man. Morbidly great. Morbidly great. I know. Is that joke funny? Remains to be seen. So, um... <laughs> oh, man. That's I, I have an abnormal fear of over-engineered buildings. And it's what you call a complex, complex, complex. <laughs> oh, and then. Which is similar to if you, Maritza, were to have second thoughts about booking a stay at a Native American location, you would have a reservation, reservation, reservation. <laughs> oh, you got to love the English language. <laughs> And now it's that time on the daily grind to enrich your faith. Today, we're going to just look at the passage that brings our focus in Colossians into the present reality. Colossians chapter 2, verses 16 through chapter 3, verse 5. While the initial chapters of Colossians really shine a light on the spiritual realm and Christ's profound impact on believers, now we shift our gaze towards the here and the now. I think it's important to note that this shift follows a thorough explanation of who Christ is and the significance of the gospel for the Colossians. With this foundation, we turn our attention to the present, illuminated by Christ's past actions. Our identity is intertwined with Christ and his deeds, urging us to disregard mere spiritual-sounding regulations and instead Dead, center our attention on Christ and heavenly matters, living for the kingdom. Paul begins by declaring, therefore, no one should pass judgment on you regarding food, drink, festivals, new moons, or Sabbaths. These are shadows of what's to come. The true substance belongs to Christ. So the therefore here refers back to verses 14 and 15, where Jesus erases our debt at the cross and triumphs over all authorities. Therefore, Paul advises against getting caught up in the insignificant rules. Some might be rooted in old Jewish traditions like Sabbaths, while others have pagan origins like new moon celebrations. That's probably resembling modern horoscopes. Even everyday practices like eating, drinking, shouldn't be sources of judgment. The Colossians are already justified. No one should pressure them into thinking that they need anything else to earn God's approval. These practices are mere shadows. The reality is Christ. Just as we don't embrace his shadow, but a person, our spiritual vitality and salvation stem from Christ, not rule following. So 
live in a way that honors Christ, and brush off the opinions of those who suggest that you might need something more. However, Scripture calls the more mature to relinquish certain freedoms for the sake of the less mature. Look, when someone looks down on you, as in this case, stand firm in your freedom. Yet when someone looks up to you, as in 1 Corinthians chapter 8, be willing to surrender your liberty. And the voluntary choice, not the compulsion, that really reveals the heart. Paul continues, don't let anyone disqualify you by delighting in self-abasement, angel worship, or visions inflated by their worldly thinking. They aren't holding on to Christ, the head, from whom the whole body, joined and held together, grows as God causes it to. Here Paul urges against being deceived away from your prize. That's the relationship with God through Christ. Deceptions may come from those who indulge in self-punishment, exalted angels, chastened visions. This danger stems from elevating subjective experiences above Christ's person and work, really defrauding people of the true gospel. Spiritual experiences are valid, like Joel 2.28, and Muslims are coming to faith through dreams. But they lead to a change and repentance and align with scriptural truth. Don't wait for spiritual revelation while neglecting the already given revelation in scripture. Experience-based spirituality denies Christ's total sufficiency, and it can build idols and detract us from the true temple. This religion becomes man-made and subjective focused on self rather than Christ. And that just leads to pride. To counter this, Paul advocates for genuine growth through Christ. If you've died with Christ to worldly principles, why conform to man-made decrees like don't handle or don't taste or don't touch? These restrictions seem wise in self-made religion, but they're futile against the fleshly desires. Legalism and rules lack power. Only Christ pleases God and reconciles us. Remember, as a believer, your citizenship isn't of this world. You've died with Christ and should live accordingly, setting your mind on heavenly things. Your life is concealed with Christ in God. And when Christ is revealed, you'll be revealed with him in glory. This statement emphasizes the believer's reality. Their life is hidden with Christ. And through his death, Christ unites believers to himself, granting new life. So act accordingly. Paul underscores the eternal security of believers. Our life is hidden with Christ, secure in his grip. Thus, we should seek the things above, God's kingdom, and set our minds on them. And through his resurrection, Christ is our very life. Colossians 2, 16 through 3, 5 urges us to focus on the present reality in Christ. 
not getting entangled in superficial rules or experiences. Our identity is rooted in Jesus Christ, and our growth is fueled by faith in Jesus. So let's heed this wisdom, seeking the things above, fixing our eyes on Jesus, and living knowing that Jesus Christ is our very life. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of The Daily Grind. We flew through this. I really hope that if you're following along this podcast, that you are going back and slowly and gently and thoroughly just reading this amazing letter that Paul wrote to the Colossians, because there's a ton of things that we're not talking about on a short podcast in the mornings. But I appreciate you joining me. Grace and peace to you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And I look forward to seeing you tomorrow on The Daily Grind.